Hey, it's Bran. I love Hallmark Winter movies. Hey, I'm Panda. I like Hallmark Winter movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Winter movies, and this this is is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. smell that? It's the smell of winter. It's the smell of winter. It's a cool, crisp 60 degrees outside. Mm. Rain is falling. How disappointing is this winter? It's so the worst. Far? It's the worst. It's the I most disappointing. Why, do you, why are you disappointed? Because I wanted snow? to snow. I wanted to be 20 degrees to be cold. snowing. I wanted to be winter out. Yes. And instead, we got like this weird spring fall what is going thing. On? I will say that my it. desire for winter has, and snow in general, has decreased now that I'm not teaching. I. I love winter. I love snow. I want it to be under 50 degrees all year round. So I know you in do. South Carolina, when we have one season where that's possible, I'd like to have a few days. I don't think we've been in the 20s yet. No, no. Which there, is absurd to me. There is talk, though, of a pattern flip here uh, as we get past uh, MLK Day next Monday. The pattern, pattern may flip. flip and get a little bit colder. Uh, and hashtag if, weatherman and, brand. And if hashtag uh, pattern flips, um, all we need is for those elements to line up. Mm. All we, get, uh, we we say this every year, but all we need is the elements to line up right. just once. That's right. And we're shut that, down that for I-85 a month. I-85 corridor. That I-85 corridor. Gets you every time. Those of you that are in the upstate of South You know Carolina, all about you know the I-85 all... corridor. Now tell me about the pattern one more time. That corridor, forget it. If you're north of it, you're gonna get a, a foot of snow. Here's what's gonna happen: and it's a line that's a, a highway wide. Yeah. That is it. If you are south of the I-85 corridor, you will be. You are gonna have your hopes uh, like, like a week, like a day in advance. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh, it's actually gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna. And it's not going to go. It's true. If you're listening and not from the the, the upper uh, state of South Carolina, you need to understand something. In our state, we get snow so rarely, and it shuts everything down, that the dividing line for where snow will fall and won't fall based upon humidity and temperature and all the precipitation is an interstate. It runs from north to south, but it, it, it comes in kind of sideways for the upstate. And if you're south of the the, the interstate, you will, they'll say you'll get snow, you won't get it. And if you're north of it, you'll get it. But it was designed that way. Yeah, Literally, they, they came yeah, with that. They came in and they were road. like, this interstate, this, what is it, probably a few hundred feet across. Yeah. If we, if you are a foot south of that, no go. <laughs> it's the wildest thing. Now, they, they're like, it doesn't have anything to do with the corridor. It has to do with where the corridor is located. But how, it's, there's no way weather's that precise, Bran. There's it's no a, way if you. But it, it was mechanically engineered to work this the way. The corridor is at the bottom, like the mountains are done. Like we're yeah. at the. It's at the. So it doesn't. But we're 85 hits 385. <laughs> yes. Like you're like. You're, you're, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not you sorry. Better to say if you're on Woodruff Road. Sorry. Like if you are on the Pelham Road exit on 85. Sorry. And if you turn left. Yes, you're good. You're golden. You, you turn right. No snow. Golden. And do you know what's Eagle, crazy? Eagle Zone. Uh, the driving range, yes. the Spink Station, no snow. You go left, rapid fire pizza, snow. No, snow. Do you want to know what's also crazy though? <laughs> Speaking of crazy, there's a snow. No one cares, and everybody. Turn I know. On. There's a snow pocket though in Greenville. It's uh like uh, in between Howell, uh, uh, and uh, Pleasantburg. That neighborhood, they get just killed a solid five inches yeah. more than everywhere yeah, else. Yeah. It's the it's the snow pocket. Everybody who's up in the north right now listening is like, why do you guys like just stop with the snow? We're like, we get it once a year, this and we all get that very we excited about to. it. And this, this year, I don't think we're getting any. That stings. I, I think there's always time for a February uh, ding dong ditch. Now we have, <laughs> we have 
a show to get to, but I don't think we can continue. No, we can't. I know what a ding dong ditch is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you ring the doorbell, you run. Right. Um, why? What's a, fe- what's a fe- is that just one that takes place in February? Does it have anything yeah, it, to do with snow the at all? Yeah, yeah no, about? it comes in quick. It's like ding dong, I'm here, and then so it leaves. In February, you think that snow will come and perform a ding dong ditch? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to be a one day pop and go. So when we do have snow, there is a Deck the Hallmark Studios uh, weather decision that has to be made. We send it to the news. Um, and if there is a February. <laughs> do we have a code? We have. Yeah, we have a code. We go to WIFF. Do we really? No. <laughs> we need to come up with a code. We need to come up with a code. We need to be able to send it to them. So Deck the Hallmark is offices are closed. Do you have to pay for that? No. We'll look into that. No, you don't have to pay for it. I think we need to get, like, people need to know that the Deck the, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark offices, offices are closed. Are closed. Um. Quickly, how is the weekend, boys? Were you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's not cold enough. <laughs> we already it's, did that. It's fine. Yeah, good. Uh, it was my birthday weekend. Had a hey, lot of happy birthday. I had my first ever massage. Dude, massages are the best this thing. Weekend. What'd you They're think? great. Oh, it was, it was the, one of the best things. Where'd oh, you guys so go? Great. We uh, went up to Asheville. Yeah. Mm, the Grove, Grove Park. Park Inn. The Grove Park Inn. rich. <laughs> we're rich. Yeah. Big um, money. Yeah, no. Massages are the best thing. They're wonderful. Hey, can we do... Can we mention something? Sure. Um... You guys left a ton of ratings and reviews for us uh, at the uh, during the Christmas season, but you know what happened in January, and maybe maybe nobody's listening, but everybody kind of forgot that we existed because yeah. we've not gotten a rating or a review in days, which is weird for us. We usually try to ring in a few every day. We've not gotten any in I probably about a week. So it, it, we're still we're still want the two thousand. So if if there's any way, if you went the whole holiday season and you were heartless. Uh, and you're like, you know what? I feel bad about that. January is your time. Go leave us a rating. I don't. Review. I don't want to say that it's affected me emotionally, physically, but I haven't eaten in over a week. Yeah. Um, it's just been affecting. I think every facet of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. You, you text me every night. No reviews. No reviews. No reviews. Uh, and also, uh, tomorrow is the premiere of our newest podcast, My Year with Dolly. Oh, so uh, excited. Our good friend Justin Kirkland is releasing an episode a week going through the life, the discography of one Dolly Parton. I've heard the first episode. It's great. It's a hoot. It's so good. You're going to love it. So look up My Year with Dolly wherever you're listening to podcast, um, and, and you'll you'll be happy that you I know. was someone who is like, Dolly Parton's fine, but I never had any interest in learning more necessarily about her. Podcast is great. It, it, it is for diehard fans. It's for people like me. He kills it. There's three, three really great segments in there. It's a lot of fun. So the I-85 corridor. If you're south, buy an inch. No, no dice. Like if you set up a house that meets the asphalt of I-85 yep. and you're south of it, it's a no-go. <laughs> You'll look not, right across the street. You're no. like, oh, man. man look at no all go. the snow that they got over there. That's right. Uh, it is time uh, <laughs> to talk about love. Get my binocs out. Love, <laughs> love in Winterland. <laughs> it originally aired on January 11th, 2019. 2020. Sorry. This is the second Dude, time I've done you, it. You really. I mean, at this point, there's no excuse. We're here. Do you guys want We're, to know something that I heard? Oh if boy. you're like writing a check or signing yeah, anything, 20, you have to put 20, all four digits. Twenty twenty, because someone could come back in if you just write twenty and, and post date nineteen. I'm still confused, unless you're at the, a very high level, spending a lot of money, how that would affect your affect personal you? checking yeah. account. But 
I appreciate it, and I it has bothered me enough to where I've written 2020 several times. It's in, it's important for you. Mm. Uh, it's, the, it's a deck the hallmark PSA, but it sounds more like a prank. It sounds more like, hey, watch this. They <laughs> just wrote that check for 2001. So to Those stop jokers. So to stop anybody. From I even coming. put Smash Mouth in the memo line. I'm gonna throw everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this check. It's. It's 20 years old and it just says Smash Mouth in the memo. (laughs) What is going on? Love in Winterland originally aired on January 11th, 2020. (laughs) With a little something like this. Hey, now, it's a bad check. Alice is a contestant on a bachelor type show called Happily Ever After. When we meet Brett who shovels snow uh, for a living or something. Um, he is shoveling snow outside of the inn that Alice's parents own. For some reason, he still hangs out with Alice's parents a lot. They're FaceTiming with Alice. Brett's there, and they used to date uh, back in high school, I believe, or just back uh, when she used to live uh, with, with her parents. Uh, we then meet Tanner. Tanner is the bachelor on the show. He is, uh, he's got a British accent. He's delightful. Uh, they don't really know each other very well, despite being on the show together. And so they spend some time before cameras start rolling to chat. And it's a really good time. She ends up uh, moving to the final round where they will go back to her hometown and have f- five more dates. Uh, she ends. Uh, she she then sees uh, Brett because Brett lives there, and you know that's going to be um, be be all sorts of uh, trouble. So she ends up having to stay at the family inn, which means she's going to spend a lot of time with Brett. She and Brett have a sledding competition, and old Tanner sees them and is like, mm, "What's going on there?" Uh, so Tanner is making a pie for her family. Brett walks in and he decides to be nice and actually tell him what her favorite pie is. Uh, they're on a, her Tanner are on a, uh, you know, kind of like a double date or something with, uh, with the parents they're talking. The producer decides that it would be a good idea to invite Brett to join them all for dinner. Because it's good TV, darn it. Uh, Brett is uh, being a real doofus. And she pulls him off to the side and is like, hey, what are you doing? They get into a big argument. There's yelling. Brett still comes back for more spores. Uh, somehow the next day, she's not mad at Brett. They get in a cute little snowball fight. They're, going, they're doing all sorts of fun stuff together. Um, they have a chili cook-off. Poor Tanner has to sit back and just watch them flirt the whole time. It's very uncomfortable for Tanner. He doesn't know what to do. She then comes up with a good way to make the end some extra money. Uh, Brett wants to tell her how he feels, but he can't find the right time and the right words to do so. Uh, the, the, it's time for the Festival of Lights. The lights go out. Brett and uh, Allie go down to try to find some candles to light up the town. Uh, Tanner and Alice talk. They decide that they're just going to be friends. They hug, and Brett sees them hug, and he gets all sad, and so he just kind of walks off. But he decides, you know what? I got to take a chance. And so he records a video of himself telling her how he feels. She finds him. They talk. They kiss. And that was Love in Winterland. Yay. We did it. Yep. Sure did. Guys, in the books. Winterfest movie numero two. 
uh, is in the books. We have four segments to talk about this movie, to break it down, to share our feelings, to tell everybody how we felt. I mean, guys, just leave a review. You can hear it in my voice yes. how it's affected. I mean, you're just you got seasonal affective disorder, but yep. the season that you're in is nobody's leaving a review. That's right. That's right. I hate that season. And winter is really is not great right it's now. It's not great right mm. now. I eat a five k order. Um, Panda, we always start with you for the hot take hot segment. Take? The hot take segment is where we share how we felt about this movie. Do we have any ex- holds that are barred? No bards hold held. Um, and. And, we don't hold any bars. And, and in my <laughs> and, and in my kind of history, you have a love of Winterfest movies. I am excited to hear what you think. Last week you said winter's the new fall. Winter is, winter the, new is fall, the new fall. Which is really saying that. something for you. It's a bold move. What did you think, though, of this movie, Love in Winterland? Yeah. This movie's bad. Uh, and here's why it's bad. It The premise is unique because you have, or at least unique among what we traditionally get in Hallmark with the Bachelor thing. And I thought, hey, this might be a really fun take. The problem is there's a lot of ideas in this movie that, to me, just never come together, even for Hallmark, for a Hallmark movie. Like, it's just Festival of Lights, throw it together. There's a Bachelor idea, but it's not really fleshed out very well. There's um, a chili competition, but there's a somehow a scrapbook that she prepares for him. And there's all these different ideas that they try to throw out there, but none of them either have a beginning. It's almost like let's insert something new into the plot and then pull it like, I don't, I don't want to steamroll your hot take, but it's almost like, and hear me out. This was originally supposed to be a Christmas movie. Yeah. And so they had to take (laughs) most of their ideas, cut out the beginning and the end to make it, a winter movie instead. And that's just a guess on my part. I mean, I, I don't think Hallmark would do something like that, but it's just a guess. Yeah, you never know. Could never know. Uh, this movie's this movie's bad, uh, mm. it, real bad. And it's a shame because I think that, you know, Dan, Dan was joking because, in fact, this was slated to be, obviously, a Christmas movie for those who don't know. But, like, this Alice movie... Alice in Christmas Land. Alice mm. in Christmas Land. And this movie could have used desperately an infusion of Christmas mm. of, of some sort. I kind of want to, I don't want to watch this movie. A uh, Christmas version. But I want to see the original cut. Yeah. Because there's been... a Christmas cut of this movie. Hashtag release the Christmas cut, Bill. Is Bill <laughs> That's like, a long hashtag. You, is Bill in that hashtag? No, no, no. Hashtag release the Christmas cut, comma, comma Bill. Bill. Got it. So wait, the comma's part of the hashtag? You guys are both morons. Okay. Okay. No. I did a I, pause. I, I, I did a pause. Hashtag release the Christmas cut. Bill, yeah, I did that. But you and could, then you did a comma, and then you went even further and asked me if a comma was in the hashtag. Give me a break. In my defense, you could have paused and thought, oh, I should add Bill to the end of this hashtag. Damn. No, I would never do that. You could? I'd uh, um, So here's the thing. <laughs> I, uh, this movie would have been original if we didn't just see a Bachelor type movie. When was that? Ryan Pavey. Ryan Aaron Pavey. Krako, Aaron Craco. Up Krako, in the mountains. Up in the mountains. Remember yeah. that one? Yeah. It's the same same movie, but just not as good. That's right. Right. Uh, this movie wasn't great, unfortunately. Um, lots of just kind of whispering and lots of just, uh, <laughs> just yeah, just weird things that felt oddly cut. There were some interesting camera things going on. They got to um, take the Christmas out. Like, that was obvious out. from the yeah. beginning of the movie. It was weirdly cut. There's a lot of voiceover, and they took out all the Christmas. That's why all of it's half-baked. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's rough. So as good as last week's movie was to kick off the Winterfest, this just felt uh, like it, it was. It, you know, maybe there was going to be a decline in the Winterfest movies. You can't. You can't get much. I don't know. We're going to Iceland next Lacey week. And Tyler Hines. Mm. I thought there was maybe be a little decline, and this was like I fell off a cliff into yeah, something was, I don't want to be anymore. Yeah, the best version of this movie is the one that doesn't exist, but the next best version of this movie is a very dark, demented screwball comedy. Right. Like there are some things that happen in this movie, like. And make no mistake, this movie's an absolute unmitigated dumpster fire. Like, there's no other word for it. Um, there are some things that happen in this movie that, like, are would be darkly funny in a different movie. Like, Chad Michael Murray's character is a bad guy. He's yeah, a yes. bad human being. And, and she's not great the either. The stuff that he does is darkly, it could be darkly funny. Like, him making fun of this really nice British dude. Like, if they took it a little further, she is not a great person. Like, Mm-mm. they belong together because they're both... Terrible people. Uh, the movie is half-baked. I don't know what Chad Michael Murray is doing in this movie. He is starting to get into that over-actors Hall of Fame with Carlos Peña Vega. Like, they cannot... St- he cannot stay still in this movie. Yeah. Like, everything is a gesture. Eating, moving, doing strange facial contortions. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's all doing it at a whisper. Like, his speech voice in the town outside is a normal talking voice. And everything else is, it's way down here like this. And that works if you're giving a romantic speech. It does not work if you're trying to tell people how to shovel the snow off the driveway or, like, how to run an inn or bring in people, things that they need in their room. He's not good in this movie, and his character's bad, and the movie's bad. It's it's a terrible, terrible movie. It is, it's just embarrassing all the way around. It's time for all the feels part of the show. So when we talk about when this movie gave us those feels, I I, I didn't get uh, hardly any feels. I will say the Festival of Lights when we saw it, it was pretty and it was nice. Um, it was a it was a bummer that the lights went out because it was the best part of the movie. Uh, so, but no feels aside from yeah. saying hey, thumbs up for lights. I legitimately I didn't have a single one. I was sitting there searching for one. Like there's nothing in this movie that's compelling in any way or even yeah. could elicit a, a feeling for me there's a sign in the hotel that says hey you can't please everybody you're not pizza and that sign's not particularly funny but it did make me want a pizza um and i'm hungry and so i had the hungry feels in this movie yeah, i want a, a pizza thumbs up for pizza yeah thumbs pizza. up for pizza pizza if you could be any pizza okay but 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 I, but I have to eat eat myself. No no point. no, you can't do that. Okay. Uh, if you could be any pizza, but okay. it had to be carry out and it had to be on sale. So it has to be a chain. It has to be a chain. Oh, that's easy for me. Okay. Uh, it's uh stuffed crust pepperoni pizza is, from Pizza Hut. But extra is that sauce. is that on sale right now? It might be. It, it, could it has be. to be on sale right now. Take out the sale. Okay. Sales the sale ma- makes it really tough. Because um, we don't know the current sales. I I would like the stuffed crust pepper, uh, pizza, pizza, uh, Panda and I will split those on occasion. That's probably my favorite takeout yeah. of a national chain. Um, Papa John's I'd never eat. Um, Papa and, John's used I, to be good. Can I tell you what I'm interested, it's though, such, in the Papa John's? Oh, can bad. I tell you? You've seen the commercial. The garlic. The, the best garlic, thing yeah. about Papa John's is the garlic butter that they give Correct. you. Yeah. And you put it on the pizza. Because it it's makes dry it otherwise. Right. I'm intrigued by the garlic butter pizzas. I'm never going to order one. 
Like it's just like I, I just have I don't been burned too be many times. But Papa John's, I've not had Papa John's pizza in years. Today yeah, could be either. the day, though. Mm, it's not going to be the today. Day today, today could all be the, the time, day. man. No, I never, never. I, I, I always think the sauce was sweeter. Do- Domino's over uh, P- uh, of, uh, over Papa John's any day of the week. Even Little Caesars over Papa John's. I, I like, love Little Caesars. I like I like Domino's. I would not apply love to any takeout chain pizza. No, I love Little Caesars, but I I do think Little Caesars for the money. I love. The Little Caesars uh, cheesy bread. The cheesy bread's great. How about the thin crust? Have you had the thin yet? I don't know. The thin so. crust at Little And the Caesars. crazy bread, though. Crazy yeah. bread with a little, little Have butter. you ever crazy crusted your pizza at Little Caesars? Yes, oh, my gosh. They put that garlic all over it. With the, oh, my gosh. And all of this is still C-plus food. I want to be very, very clear. Yeah, but, I mean, tell me a better pizza that you could get for, like, five bucks. No, that doesn't exist. It doesn't. For I mean, five dollars, it, it doesn't exist. Like, I, to me, DiGiorno's <laughs> has lost that game trying DiGiorno's to market is themselves. bad. Right, I, would, I don't their, understand. Their pizza's not good. Well, sometimes they're even more expensive than yeah, Little it's like Caesars. Eight bucks. Are I get that. Me? Maybe you don't live close to a Little Caesars. Maybe that's that's the deal. Like, hey, I don't want to. And I don't deliver. go to Little Caesars often, but I will say this: if I like, I can. That's the most food I can possibly get for five dollars this side of a buffet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we did it. Pizza talk with the guys. Now it's time to get healthy because we get to talk about our sponsor yeah. today, Speaking which I of am pizza. Listen. Care of uh, has become a part of my life ever since we first started partnering with them earlier in 2019. Uh, here's what uh, here's what you do, okay? So you go to Care of and you take this online quiz, kind of what you are needing. It could be a digestive issue. It could be a lot. I need a little extra energy. It could be a lot of different things. And what they give you is, hey, here are here are the things yeah. that we have to help you with what you need help with. And then it's not just, hey, here it is. Then you get to pick the way in which you want to take that supplement. Right. So for me, it You're not was, a pill guy. I'm not a pill guy. They have this powder stuff which is just you pop it in your mouth, it's powder, it tastes really good, and it gives me some extra energy when I need it. It's helped my stomach feel a lot better when it was feeling a little not good. All these things are a part of what Care Of offers. So we uh, advertise for a lot of products on this show, and at least one of us usually really enjoys the product. Care Of is the universal like for us, Mm -hmm. and here's why. It's because for me, it's the convenience I would always be like, all right, I'm going to take a probiotic. I'm going to take a B complex. I'm going to take all this stuff, but they're in all these bottles. I get up in the morning. There's no routine about it. Usually I'm trying to rush out the door. I'm not about trying to dig through all the supplements, trying to find what I need. The convenience of care of is absurd. They ship you a box with individual packets and these individual packets are all compostable. So they're not ruining the earth at all. They ship you this box and it so you can literally, on your way out the door, take the packet with you, and that packet has your day's supplements. And you can alter those supplements. There's professionals that can tell you what you may need or different. But for the first time in my life, over the last six months, I have been taking a daily probiotic, a daily B-complex, B daily magnesium. And it has been a game changer for me. It's monthly. It comes to your door. It's super duper convenient. This is the way to actually go from the New Year's resolution of I'm going to start taking better care of myself and taking these supplements to actually doing it because they make it impossible not to. That's right. And here's the good news, everybody. Our friends at Care Of are offering our listeners 50% off your first order from Care Of simply by going to takecareof.com and enter the promo code DECK50. 50% off. 50% off your entire order by going to takecareof.com and enter the promo code DECK50 at checkout. You'll be happy. 
that you did. Mm. Uh, guys, it's time for the way part of the show. It's what we talk about. One that's we made us go, way what? Panda? Uh, Take yeah. us off. Yeah, I have a few things. First of all, uh, and maybe this is just me, but at, at marshmallows, and I know this sounds weird, they have marshmallows that are different colors, right? Uh, they sell. Sure. Uh, but yeah. most of the time, you don't put those in hot chocolate, ever. I've never seen it, ever. What else? So you're coming out of the gate with hard. hard. I'm coming out with some hard, hard marshmallows. What else are they used for? I, I've never seen them in some hot chocolate, but these monsters okay, did it. But what else are Here's they? Why. It's used I don't it's know. A, it's a, a white chocolate hot chocolate bar, and so they want to add some color with the marshmallows. It's but not, I always they always tasted different to me. What no. in the f- no. No, you're wrong. This is literally testing everything. This episode, which I have loved dearly, Pizza Talk, commas, all of my love languages. I-85 Corridor. I-85 Corridor has tested the limits of my speech and being appropriate. (laughs) I stand by that one. Uh, That's garbage. (laughs) That's that's a wait what this movie deserves. (laughs) That was a really weird one to come out of the gate. <laughs> no, yeah. I feel I feel strong. <laughs> I feel you know, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. Rhubarb pie. What is yeah. it? I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are not wait once about the movie. This is more Panda's personal. I've never done that before. Welcome but to that's Panda's. Also, segments. the point in the movie is that no yes. one likes rhubarb, but here or no one knows right, what it is. Here, here's where I'll follow up with my rhubarb statement. Okay. First of all, he says it's his mother's recipe, yeah. the rhubarb pie. Yes. And then he follows it up with, never I've never it. had it. Yeah. Which my question is, what the heck is going yeah, on that? With is that is a legitimate, wait, what? For it to be your mom's like famous, famous recipe. And, yep. she's ne- and he's never tried it. Yep. Unless he grew up in boarding school, like estranged from his parents. And well, all, hey, I don't love you, but I'll send you this recipe card. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I will say there's a lot of... Pies that my mom makes that I've never tried. But, but is she fam- that, does she have a famous? No, she does not have okay. one pie. Like she okay. makes a multitude of pies, and I take the one that I like, and that's it. Also, want to point out that her parents still have her prom picture with uh, old Chad Michael Murray still out, just sitting there on the you know uh, yeah. counter. That's a they weird. They do bit. a that's really a terrible bit. job of making the parents even seem neutral in this movie. Yes, the mom also a terrible person in this movie. Yeah. Like super duper passive aggressive. She's very, the worst. Yeah, very much trying to manipulate. Like that, all of the people we're supposed to be pulling for are terrible, and the British guy, who's just poor, innocent dude, he's the guy that you really should be pulling for. That's true. Yeah. Uh, two final ones. Uh, chili cookout outside. Yeah. Uh, let me. It takes hours. We're, yeah. We talked about yeah. this. It takes hours to make chili, like good chili. That's right. Why would you do it a outside? Uh, in the cold. But even if you do, why would you have... And unless they're maybe in Alaska where it's daylight all the time or it's an express <laughs> chili cook-off where they have... You have to make it all in 30 minutes and that way the, ch- the chili would taste really good. Really wins every time. Yeah, Hormel wins unfun. every time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's just, they've kind of ruined it. And then finally, the scrapbook at the end, every picture is... <laughs> Of sadness. But like, she, what, what she is happening? have thought that was a good scrapbook. She created right? an ugly scrapbook. She was like, <laughs> how can I make the scrapbook as obvious as possible? What are the worst pictures you got? Do we have one blurrier than Like, that? there were literally moments inside of the ski uh, thing that brings you up. What is it? Ski lift. Yeah. There are moments where they're laughing. And talking and yet to each she other. she picked one where they're both looking the, out the window and all disgusted. Sad. The yeah. picture of them in the ski lift it's is like, opposed. Hate. Yeah. Opposed. Bat, like, hey, look as miserable as possible. 
And who took that picture? That's mine. <laughs> who took that picture? They're like hundreds of feet in the air. Did the people in the ski a, lift in front of them turn around? I think it's a screen grab situation. I think it's the video. What? Who's recording? They it, had one cameraman. It, I think it was... Uh, I My understanding was that that was video. Drone shot? No. Like, a, they... You know how they do in those shows? They have all those... But in this show, they have one cameraman. Yes. You don't and need a cameraman. And they still from it. It's the, you're not a cameraman in this Where's the camera? Lift. It's mounted. It's something you do in every okay. reality so show. So they've mounted a camera. Yes. In there. In the and they grabbed a still. Even though we have a, an outside shot of them on the ski lift with no camera mounted, and then we have a close-up, no camera mounted. Uh, obviously, there wasn't a camera mounted. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is for the show, gotcha. there okay. would be a camera mount. Got it. Also, those marshmallows. Am I right? <laughs> Out of control. You know, what more kind of monster it? puts a pink marshmallow in a hot chocolate? It's gonna taste like pink candies. It tastes different. I to me. hate how they're flavored. They're like, like minty. It's gonna taste like cotton. Right? Like they're kind of minty, weird. No, I think flavor. you're uh, confusing marshmallows with uh, those little hearts little... at Valentine's Day. No, those, those taste bad those. too. Uh, I, I'm telling you, uh, they're disgusting. One of the worst creations. Yeah, it's one of the worst way what's. <laughs> She's walking around with a uh, old, uh, what's his name? Brett. Oh, oh boy. Old Brett. Uh, walking around the, the inn. And they overhear in the room a clip of the show that is already 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 aired aired. so one if they're like editing together a mashup for the show how loudly are they editing the show to hear it outside in the hallway of a hotel room but two it just wasn't an interesting clip probably shouldn't have picked it for the mashup just how loud though how loud is too loud Hotel rules apply, guys. Yeah, like just come on. Come and come. hours. Am I right? CNM, um, he's just talking in a whisper. He, uh, all the TVs, for some reason, in the inn have just pictures of winter on yeah. them. Every TV in the background of every shot is just a winter scenery. You think that was a digital had to replace situation? I don't know. Like what? Yeah, I, 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 I thought maybe it was, but what? They probably would it had be replacing? something Christmas going on in the background, like, and so like they couldn't. Christmas it was tougher to replace it with live, live TV was, digitally, so they had to do winter stuff. Um, and then just at the end, so this guy gets down on his knee and, and, and all the camera people are like, or the camera guy and the producer are like, Ooh, Ooh, this is the proposal. But it turns out that he just dropped his microphone. How out of the loop do you have to be in your job to not notice that this guy dropped his microphone? <laughs> yeah. You, If you are yeah. a camera yeah. guy, you have headphones on. That's right. You're going to be able to hear yeah. the microphone dropping. And you're like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, they make the reality show about as, like, the... The level of the Pavey Craco movie is better than this, but the level to which they are capably making a reality show is the same. Right. They can't do it. They, they don't have had, the ability to do just, it. Uh, just, it is like someone told them about someone who had one time seen someone watching a reality show. Right. Like it is a game of telephone <laughs> that ends with them going, so it's one camera and they don't know anything? <laughs> like that's that's all that's the only way that makes sense. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You would, I, you would know. I have a bunch. Um, but she starts by saying, in, in the last time they meet before they go to the, she, she, he's like, tell me more about you. And she says this line, I have an impressively long list of allergies to plants and trees. Yeah. Now, guys, I don't, a tree is a plant. <laughs> it's a big boy plant. <laughs> it's the same. You, you have basically, it, you, 
I have a long list of allergies, an extensive list of plants, and if you if you would believe it, trees as well. Shocking. <laughs> plants and big boy plants. It's the big it's the plants. big <laughs> and small plants of all natures, uh, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, at one point, Chad Michael Murray says to her, "You've been on six dates with this guy, uh, coffee dates, half of which were decaf." I don't. <laughs> so, does the caffeine make the date? It like, does. It, it does. Does he know her well enough? Like, how did? First of all, how did he know that half of them were decaf? That's did, what the mom told. Was him. he spying on the coffee? Right, but how does she? Like, how did they come up in the conversation? Hey, I went on another coffee date. Can I ask you just a quick yeah, follow-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Follow-up on the coffee, uh, not uh, the date. Is that a regular red, red, red or just decaf? Decaf. And also, like, why does that matter at the end? Maybe they it were. Could at, be a five p.m. Yeah, date. Maybe they were in the evening. I was thinking like big boy, uh, like eight or nine p.m. Yeah, but most coffee shops <laughs> are closed at that time. Oh no, no, no! Maybe they serve beer too. It's like a grateful brew. Okay, okay, okay. And you go, and it's too late for caffeine. And you go, give me the decaf. The calf. I don't know what's so hard to you imagine know what's about wild. That. I'm going to tell you a wild story real quick. I doubt just to it. Insert story right here. Yeah. Uh, last night sure. uh, it was like 1:32 in the morning, right. and uh, I was doing a little bit of work, and uh, I drink a diet coke. I drink caffeine at all hours of the night. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I, I was watching the football game. I had a diet coke or a coke zero or whatever yeah. at midnight. Phil, Phil it's, Paul, it doesn't yeah. affect me at all. But you and I drink an unhealthy amount of diet coke. So do that, we though? We're not the norm there. I'm only on my third can today. Good for you. I've had about 90 ounces. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I need, like, a good, like, like backup plan for when you guys both die. It's all right. If you drink enough of it, like, you don't get kidney stones because all the liquid. Kidney stones. <laughs> That's science. Um, so, uh, next, and there's there's a lot of these. I'm trying to narrow it down as best I, I possibly can. Um they're, they're showing the setup in her parents' house, and they go into her bedroom, and they're showing her a camera, and they look at the camera, and they go, inside that the camera is Sandra, our editor. And Sandra is in a different room, right. monitoring all the TVs, and Sandra waves at them. <laughs> hey. Sandra, who are you waving at? There is not a two-way camera in there. They cannot all, see it, we've the all editing done room. Dumb they like can't that. hear you. They can't see you. What is she doing? It's a. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a. Uh, it's a YouTube situation. It's say, an incredibly hey, weird bit. Enjoy uh, your movie. Last YouTube. The chili cook-off is a sham from the beginning. But let me be very clear. She's supposed to be incredibly competitive. And she's supposed to have won this thing three years in a row. She also says, "I don't cook, but chili isn't cooking. Chili is art." If you. If those three things are established, you are not going to flirt with your high school sweetheart in a way that ruins your chili. And I'm just going to be clear. The amount of whatever sauce that was that they're squirting in each other's bowls, everyone's chili is ruined. His chili is ruined. It's just wrong. Her chili is ruined. It's just wrong. If you're actually competitive, you would never do anything like that. That's a disqualification if I've ever seen one, and yet they don't get disqualified. And then the other guy wins, and she goes, congratulations, I'm going to have to up my recipe. Yeah. First of all, that's not a sentence that makes sense. Second of all, it wasn't the recipe's fault. It was Chad Michael Murray put 12 ounces of what appeared to be barbecue sauce in your chili. Yep. It's a sauce squirt it's situation. A, and you don't just, want to. You don't want that. You don't want a sauce squirt situation. No, you don't. Wouldn't recommend it. I shouldn't. We're good. Good. Uh, it's time for the What the Hallmark is part of the show. We, have you heard about this? It's <laughs> it's where we... Questions maybe we still have? Yeah, or we wonder what could have happened. What could have been. Uh, this is a genius segment. Yes. It's not at all like the way what. It's not. It is not. <laughs> 
It is not. It is not. It is definitely. I love not a- how about twice a year we get a serious. That's actually what the hallmark from one of us. It's usually me. It's like <laughs> that's actually a word. That's actually I, what I the hallmark. This, uh, it is definitely not a segment that we came up with the name first and then had to figure out. No, what no, 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 no. This was organic. It's time for what the hallmark. Uh, Panda, what you got? I there? have so many, so many hallmarks. Of uh, so many. First of all, uh, I want to know: Did her mom, uh, in fact, knit a shower curtain? Because they make the joke in passing, and I'm torn if it's a joke or if it's real. It's that's got to be a joke. They all laugh afterwards. They try to make a bunch of jokes in this movie. But haven't you laughed at something uh, when you're in a group of people when you secretly knew it was real life? I don't. Can you give us an example so. of your where, own where everyone was like, "Oh, I'm just a crazy cat lady," <laughs> but they were oh, okay. in fact okay, a crazy okay, cat okay, lady. Okay, okay, it's a good okay. example. Good it's example. a better example than knitting a shower curtain, which was clearly played for laughs and it didn't work. I, I just, you know, just tossing. I'm out with Pan on this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Second, second thing is, he has a guitar. Old Chadster has a guitar hanging up does. in the background. I want to know, uh, does he play? Is he in a band? I want to know a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, they're called the Whispers. <laughs> mm. That was my whisper. That was really good. It was good. good. It was really a good. good. Hey, Did how you, know you doing out there, boys and girls? <laughs> Yo, they're practicing <laughs> real hard. Say they go ring the saxophone. saxophone. Uh, you better watch. Oh, no? Okay. You better not. I have questions about the Festival of Lights. Yep. Um, it is the 100th year. They had what appeared to be a decent amount of lights. The lights go out on the 100th year of the Festival of Lights. I'm interested in if, if this has ever happened before in the history of the Festival of Lights, or is this the first time on the hundredth try? <clears throat> like, did what and 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 what was the extra strand? Where was that that made the it circuit. go? Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. we are gonna add. You know, a couple more strands this year to really yeah. bring it over. And, and did any one of the Jewish faith show up to the Festival of Light celebration and to be what was very confused on. about why it was just a bunch of rich yeah. white people? That's right. With lights. Yeah. Just want to know more about it yeah. in the history of the Festival of Lights because 100 years is a long time to go and they all seemed very surprised mm. when the lights went out. I've got two. Uh, one is the Happily Ever After show. Sure. I want to know the, yeah. the structure. Like, is this show popular? Because basically the structure is everyone just keeps doing their full-time jobs. Uh, they don't show up and stay in a house. They don't spend a lot of time with a contestant. They go on six dates that are hour long with a contestant. And then that contestant has to choose and correct me if I'm wrong, which contestant yep. singular he would like to pick to go on five subsequent dates in their hometown. Yes. It does not seem like a recipe for success or matchmaking at all. And at the very least, if there's six dates, make them more than an hour longer, more than just coffee. Like, is this a successful show that people are watching? Again, Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's coffee. It was, it's there. None of the dates are coffee. She said, someone said six, we had to go on six hour long dates. That's said in the movie. And he had to pick, based upon six hour-long dates, which singular contestant to move to the next round mm-hmm. to go spend five dates in their hometown with. So let me let me back so up. So he gets to spend six hours with somebody to determine the one he wants to move forward. So, but th- let's just do the simple and math of how many episodes every- are in this show then. Because if there's five contestants how, or there's six... Five, or, how many so, contestants Here's what they do. There? They don't film the whole hour, right? So it's an hour-long date. So he goes on... An, an hour long date with five contestants, and then they clip it together for one hour long show. That makes sense to me. 
That makes sense because every week you show up and you see him go on these dates, and then the next week you show him. That's, see him a, lot that's time, a lot of time, though. Dates, though. Man. Well, for, for him, him, for him, it's one day a week, right? He's the only full time employee. Everyone else is going back to their jobs. They show up one day, they film, and then whatever's cut together from that date, it's only one hour yeah, day. That's brutal for and him. And so, but my problem is, is that the the next step from that point, like if if you had like him go on these dates and then he had to choose two and get really serious with those two, maybe I buy it. But basically, he has to spend six hours with each contestant and choose one of them that he thinks could be the love of his life forever. Yeah, that's bad. Like that makes the Bachelor look like it has some integrity. Because well, I think like, that's <laughs> terrible. With the Bachelor, they get down to the two, and then he decides. He gives yeah, final the, rose, final rose yeah. to the girl, and she can then decide to say no. Yeah, and sorry, so sad. But this is a you have to commit to five more dates, and then if at the end it's a no go, it's a no go. Like yeah, I just invested all this time. It's weird. Bold. It's weird. Um, I do want to know. Uh, there's an assistant that works in the hotel. He's in a lot of these movies. In this movie, I do feel like he may actually have some unrequited love for Chad Michael Murray, and I want to know if that's the case uh, because it does feel that way throughout the movie, and it's never said, and it just he just seems to be pining for Chad Michael there, Murray. There is definitely some yearning. It is a lot of yearning, and they try to reference that he had an old high school flame. He, he is very into Chad Michael Murray. Like every scene, he is just like staring holes through his eyes in the most loving way possible. Um, so I'm very curious about that. And then uh, there's a ski slope and it's got a name, this slope. And Chad Michael Murray has ta- tacked on a cardboard piece that says Al's Run. Uh-huh. Because it's her, uh, Al, Allison's run. When did he do that? Yeah, because that cardboard's holding up. That cardboard is holding up great. <laughs> Unless he's a creeper, knew they were going to be on that slope, went up that morning and tacked it up there, which it sounded like it was historically, it had been up there for years. It's holding up great. Yeah. So I want to know when he did that. Those yeah. are my questions. Yep. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. Hey. We did it. We got to the end of this episode. We sure did. It's time um, to eat. No, not yet. It is time. Oh. For- Patron of the week. Patron of the week. It's your patron. It's my patron. Patron of the week. And boy, do we have a doozy today. Panda and I were chatting this morning on the way into the office. We're talking about a lot of things. We were talking about politics. The last uh, debate before the caucuses tonight. Mm -hmm. We were talking about politics. We were talking about the national championship game. Mm -hmm. We were talking about a lot of things. But the one thing that really stuck with me, caught my ear, and has stayed with me until this moment is today's patron of the week. The story is... Dan, you're going to be blown away today. Wow. This story is something. Uh, Tell them who we got. We got Justin White and Karen Thomas. Yeah, Justin and Karen Mm. uh, met a long time ago. They were buddies, uh, old old friends back in debate club. Wow, okay. Uh, They used to to enjoy the occasional uh, sparring. Sparring, Uh, debate sparring. Yeah, debate sparring, yes, you do. Uh, But then, you know, they graduated from high school, went their separate ways, but then came back to the town that they live in, which is uh, Dulewski. In what state? Uh, Washington. Yeah, Dulewski, Washington. Know it well. Uh, yeah, and uh, they met up. They still had a love of uh, a little bit of a... Debate. Uh, not just debate, this but... This is like as much ramp mental, up. Mental, mental work. And so they started a company. Called? Huh? Uh, Wish You Knew. Wish You Knew. Huh? It's Did a rental you? company. Did I tell you? You come on in. Did I tell you? <laughs> I told you it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so you come on in and what happened? And they give you a riddle. How you got to figure it how out. How do they make money? 
You pay them for the riddle. You pay them for the riddle. Yeah. So you come in and you go, I'll have one riddle, please. And yeah. you hand them over. And then they. How much money? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on what kind of there's level. Different, of, there's different. There's different. There's different deals. Deals. I understand yeah. that. But if you get it right, do you get any money back? No. It's a riddle. But what if you know? If it's called Wish You Knew, what if you come in and you just nail it? Well, no, you, if you do get it right, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you yeah. do get placed into the competition. Yeah. And there's a Wish You Knew competition. competition. Wish yeah. You Knew Fest. Wish You Knew Fest. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're making fun of it, but that is the No, it, so. and they're great. Some of the riddles are not as good as other riddles. Sure. No, no, for sure. And so are they successful in this venture? Okay, so they're $1 tier ones that you can get. Uh they're not. It's they're like a chicken across the road situation. Well, no, like one of them's like, uh, what, what's big? And that's just the riddle. So it's a little bit vaguer, yeah. a little bit harder to get. That's just a question. It's not a riddle. <laughs> what's big and wide? Wish you knew in Dublowski, Washington. I do have good news, though, guys. I do have Randall Crest on the line. Randall, Randall Crest, Crest is on the line. the winner of 2019 Wish You Knew Fest. Hi, Randall Crest here, Wish You Knew Fest champ 2019. Uh, Randall- back to back, baby. <laughs> oh, you won in 2018. 2018, you got it. Uh- You're keeping up. That's what back-to-back means. Yes. Wish you knew. Okay, thank you. Uh, now, I do have a question. What was the riddle? And I understand it was between you and, uh, and uh, Randy. Randy so Randall. I'm Randall, yes, and I went against Randy, Randy in 2019 in right. for the Wish and You Knew Fest title. there was a riddle. What was, your, what was the winning riddle? Uh, it was the weird winning one. You're not going to get it. Uh, riddle me this. Riddle me that. It comes with two balls. It also has a bat. <laughs> You'll never figure it out. Now, can I, can I Go back to work, Riddle Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Randall. <laughs> Randall. Randall out. Randall out. Yeah. <laughs> Thought he might be. Oh, boy. That feels like it shouldn't make it. That should do it. Uh, all right, guys. Um, remember, tomorrow, listen to My Year with Dolly, the premiere episode. It's a real doozy. We will be back Thursday with a special interview. Um, but until then. May we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.